0: If you need a new podcast to listen to and you like comedians, you should check out It's Not About You with Jamal, Marianne, and Cousin Todd. It's a couple of stand-up comedians and their nerd talking about current events. Or interviewing their contemporaries okay actually it's just them talking to their friends and about what they've been watching on Netflix or Disney Plus so check it out on your favorite podcasting app or go to not about you that's the letter you not about you pod not about letter you pod come check it out we also do live streams on Sundays at 1 p.m. on Facebook facebook.com slash not about you pod same spelling We should, like, go and, like, hang out with Todd. (laughs) Whoa. It's Todd. Yeah. Todd's even cooler than we thought. (laughs) Boys, I'm looking for a fellow who goes by the name of Todd. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's cool. (laughs) Todd would make, like, a good manager or something. (laughs) Todd, roll. Welcome to another episode of the 206 Geek Podcast with your host Todd, the 206 Geek. Yes, I'm Todd, the 206 Geek, and this is uh, episode, was it, I have to look it up real quick because I can't fucking remember, 138, episode 138, I have a few things pulled up already. I may go and look for some more stuff to talk about once I'm done with these stories. Uh, but we have a few stories here. I think we have uh, I have a story here about Ironheart. Marvel's Ironheart Shonen reveals as scripting begins. Um, if you're not at all familiar with Ironheart, I've only become recently aware of this character. Ironheart is essentially... Uh, Iron Man 2.0, I guess. Um, Iron Heart, um, well, it's not Iron Man 2.0. It's, it's, uh, somebody else wearing, the uh, Stark armor, I guess you could call it. And it's not, it's not, uh, it's not, um, it's not, um, his, his wife. And it's not Rhodey. It's somebody else entirely. So, it's a young African American woman with, uh. With the armor, I I saw saw her on an episode of the Marvel's Spider Man on Disney XD, and you know it's, it's a cool character. And it's essentially, it's just, it's similar armor to uh, what um, Pepper wears, I think. It looks similar anyway. I could be wrong, um, but it uh, it appears to be similar in that it has a very feminine kind of look to it but it's not i think pepper's armor is like blue and if i am remembering correctly and i could be wrong i think iron heart's ar- armor is kind of a red and pink but uh, th- this is this is a story here from lrmonline.com um marvel's iron heart showrunner reveals as scripting begin revealed as scripting begins so Marvel's Ironheart Disney Plus series has found its showrunner, writer in uh, Janaka Hodge. According to a new report from Variety, we have known for some time that Ironheart will star Dominic Thorne as Riri Williams, a genius inventor who developed a more advanced suit than Tony Stark. Wow. Though both Marvel and Hodge have declined to comment, it would be highly unlikely for the trade to have uh, this one wrong. Hodge is likely most known for uh, her work on the TV series Snowpiercer, though Hodge is also a published author and has penned several plays as well. It would now only be a matter of time before Hodge is confirmed as the writer for Ironheart. That's cool, man. I I really need to look into this character a bit more. And it says here that the writer's room opens in May for the six-episode series. Cool. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this. Um. At least, at least, a more uh, flushed out character from the one I saw on on Spider Marvel's Spider Man. See here. Okay. Well, what else we got here? That's pretty much it for that. I thought there was gonna be a little bit more of a story, but I guess that's it. They start. They start. They start working on the script in May. You know, they're writing out episodes and whatnot. So, let's see here. Um. Yeah, shit, I thought there was more to the story than that. I'm sorry, guys. I mean, it's still cool nonetheless. I just figured there'd be more information there. The next story I have here is another Marvel superhero TV series that is uh, um, starting up soon. Silk, uh, Sony's Spider-Man TV spinoff to reportedly begin filming in August. That is really cool. Uh, Between the main Spider-Man series and spinoffs like Venom and Morbius, Sony's live-action take on the Marvel Comics universe has continued to grow. Last year, it was confirmed that Silk would join that list. Welcome. I'm talking about some comic book news. Uh, Basically, uh, Sony is, is, is starting their filming for the series Silk which is a spinoff of the Spider-Man movies. Uh, let's see here. Du-du-du. Okay. The series will follow a fan-favorite Marvel Comics character, Cindy Moon, who has previously been described uh, for the series as a Korean-American between 19 and 29 years old, who as a kid from Queens who's also on her own for the first time, although she's a total beginner in law enforcement and fighting crime. She, said, uh, she is said to love the feeling of beating up criminals to let out her frustrations and uh, has an affinity for 80s and 90s pop culture. She also struggles with her identity and heritage, but she tries to focus on her family friends and relationships. I know this sounds like a pretty cool uh show. I've read a few epis- a few issues rather of the the silk comic and it is really cool. She essentially i think was bitten by the same spider as as Peter Parker, but um her family did not react very well to her being uh having these abilities. So she was kind of hidden away for a number of years and she decides, fuck this noise. I'm coming out of that, you know, basement. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be a hero. I'm going to help people and that kind of thing. So they're starting, it sounds like they're starting, uh, filming of this show in August. I don't, does it have a release date for the show here? I'm scrolling down. Um, my phone so don't get any more interruptions um I don't know this looks really cool season 2 oh Mandalorian yeah season t- uh Mandalorian season 2 is already is already a thing man season 3 will be uh coming out in December I think is what they said oh travel with me that's who this is alright hey dude or what? You know, uh, yeah. Season two is already out for Mandalorian. Um, if you if you haven't seen it, you need to go watch that man. <laughs> season two was fantastic. Uh, you know it it ends in in a big way. It was well not it not ends, but the season finale was phenomenal. Um, if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend going and checking that out. Um, but yeah, this, this, I'm looking forward to this becoming a live action series. You know, like I said, I've read a few issues of the Silk comic and I thought it was a cool character. And, um, I don't know. I just, it's, it's just, let's just hope that Sony doesn't screw this one up. I mean, I think the only reason why Spider-Man has done well is because uh Sony has had help with uh with it from Marvel Studios and Kevin Feige. So um yeah, it just let's see here, what else does it say? And then it says the showrunner is uh Sang Kiyu Kim Uh, is expected to uh, serve as a showrunner and executive producer for the series. No casting has been announced, although a report from last month indicated that producers Phil Lord and Chris Miller have met with Adeline Rudolph, who uh, previously appeared on Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and currently stars in Minerva Marble on the CW's Riverdale. Or that's who she's playing... Whenever Marbles her character on Riverdale, okay, that's cool. That's cool. See what else we got here. Uh, <laughs> this ought to be good because uh, Randy Quaid. If you haven't seen him in the last few years, uh, last time I saw him uh, in the internet, he, on the internet he was had gone completely off the deep end. Uh, let's see here. You know, it's possible. It really depends on, 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 uh, on, uh, on, uh, this is what it says here. Uh, travel with me over on Clapper says, I think the first few seasons of Silk will be, and it has, looks like a, kind of a s- snoring, smiley face, while they're introducing the characters. You know, it's possible. It's possible. It also could be, you know, uh they've learned a few things from Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios. And uh, they may get this right. I mean, I didn't hate Venom. I thought it was kind of weird for it not to have any reference to Spider-Man. But I didn't hate it. It was was a good movie. I enjoyed it. (laughs) All right, so this next story is Independence Day star Randy Quaid says he might run for governor of California. And I don't know if you guys have seen him in, in the last few years on the internet, but Randy Quaid has gone full tilt fucking crazy. Um, he, there was a few years back, he was saying how there was a group of people in Hollywood trying to, to, to kill him. You know, it's, it's, I shouldn't laugh, but that's just, why would, what would be the, why, why, why does he think that? I don't, I don't understand why he would think that, but, um, <laughs> it's. I let's just let's just say this. I hope Randy has gotten himself some some uh, some help with his mental health. This is what the article says. Following the news that uh, former Olympian and reality show participant Caitlyn Jenner was filing uh, filing to run for governor in California. They may have some competition. Former actor and current online troll Randy Quaid has announced that he's considering also running for the position. Gavin Newsom, the current governor of the Golden State, is uh, potentially facing a recall election later this year. Tweeting his consideration, Quaid wrote, I'm seriously considering running for the governor. The. uh, God prosecutorial corruption in California, especially Santa Barbara and Bell, the Bell Scandal, is rampant. And I'm, I promise that if elected, I will clean up the district attorney's office throughout the state. Hashtag Randy Quaid for the number four C-A-G-O-V. Uh, you know what? I really hope for, for California's sake that uh, he doesn't actually run Because, you know, as we've seen with previous elections, um, like four years ago, we didn't think we were going to get that guy as a president and we got him, um, you know, him being a game show host essentially, um, kind of turned things into a, into a, into a, uh, got a phone call, I'm not answering it to let them go to voicemail. Um, Oh man! I just hope he gets. I hope he has some help. I hope he. I hope he gets help, because uh, there's nothing. There's nothing more uh embarrassing than to 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 find out later that you've said and done something stupid, and then people are looking at you like you're nuts. So, you know, it, it's. I think it's it's funny that he's saying this. You know, just because of how we he 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 it's funny that they say he's an internet troll. It's essentially what he's turned into. He's he's he if he was ever medicated for, for clinical depression or whatever, he's off his meds and uh <laughs> Yeah. Um I don't know. I, I just hope Randy gets some help. <laughs> Alright. Here's another story that uh i don't know this <sighs> apparently uh the flintstones is getting a sequel a sequel to what the movies um this is a story from lr lrmonline.com uh the flintstone sequel to be produced by elizabeth banks i didn't know there was going to be another another Flintstones. I mean, I think the last Flintstones movie came out, what, 15 years ago. And it says here, Elizabeth Banks will executive produce and star as, as pebbles in Flintstones sequel bedrock. Fox will be teaming up with Warner brothers animation with banks and Lindsay Kearns will write the pilot script. Oh, it's, it's, it's a TV series, an animated series about an adult, um, Pebbles. The show's going to be called Bedrock. Okay. What do you guys think of that? You think you you want to see a, 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 uh, a new, a new Flintstones animated series based around uh, an adult Pebbles? <laughs> I don't know, man. I it could be good, it could be god awful. <laughs> um, I I don't remember the last time there was a brand new um, Flintstones series. I think um, there's been a number of uh, direct to video, you know, release movies. I think the last one I saw was a uh, WWE versus or meets the flintstones and um we had like in in true flintstones fashion we see celebrities playing you know cartoon versions of themselves with a a a bedrock themed name you know like um uh, trying to remember uh Vince Vince McMahon I can't remember his name in, in on the on the movie but it was some rock related name they changed his name to sound more bedrocky Yeah you know what um, in the 80s there was a series based on the teenage versions of Bam Bam and Pebbles and yeah they were they were dating in that and I think there I also think during the 80s there was a uh made uh straight to video uh, animated movie where they get married. But beyond that, I don't think we've ever really seen much more of Pebbles and Bam Bam as a married couple. But, uh, I, you know, I think I'd be okay with that. You know, I mean, if, if they, if they tried to make the, uh, you know, them similar to the way they were in, in the, in the, uh, Pebbles and Bam Bam show, I think is what it was called. But, uh, yeah, it, this essentially sounds like it's going to be kind of a reboot of that, you know, or maybe it's Elizabeth Banks. she's not a terrible actress. I don't know how good of a director or or a producer she is. I mean, she did do the uh, the last Charlie's Angels movie that came out. It wasn't great, but it didn't it didn't suck. I mean, it was it was watchable, it was, you know, I, I was entertained, but I just, I didn't, it didn't like, oh my God, I want to see more. I didn't feel that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Let's see here. Let the other story I have here, I'm going through these really quick. I should try to pace myself a little bit more. Ewan McGregor teases if young Luke Skywalker is in his Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Well, I mean... If it's... If if it's... Uh, going to follow Obi-Wan Kenobi after episode three, he's going to be on... Uh, it's gonna be on uh, on Tatooine, right? Okay. I just now saw that travel with me over on Clapper had to go because you know adult responsibilities and stuff. All right, so it says here the start, and this is this was from um, comicbook.com. <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, the Star Wars universe has been expanding its lore with Disney Plus shows, such as the Mandalorian's iconic Season 2 finale moment, in which we saw Mark Hamill showing up <clears throat> as a young Luke Skywalker with uh, the new Obi-Wan Kenobi series on the way. This not, might not be the only time we see young Luke Skywalker in, on Disney streaming service. Hugh McGregor and Hayden Christensen are set to reprise their roles as Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. Yet, there might be a similar Mandalorian surprise on the way. While McGregor is wisely resisting the urge to share too many details, he did not rule out the possibility of Luke Skywalker appearing in a recent interview. I don't know. I I is as, as much as I would like to see Mark Hamill do that again, uh I hope, at the very least, if they do that again, I hope they fix the uh the uh de aging de aging process that they used for that finale of the Mandalorian. Um because <clears throat> there's there's a there's a special effects Uh, YouTube channel that I follow, where these guys react to special effects by, you know, movies and TV shows, and sometimes they like to recreate those things that they're watching. Well, they did a, they did a recreation of uh, the, the end sequence of that last episode of The Mandalorian, where they, they used deep fake software Instead of whatever software Disney used or Mar- or uh, Lucasfilm used, <clears throat> let's be honest, it's Disney. I don't know. I, I I generally, genuinely, even have no problem with Disney, uh, with what they've been doing with Star Wars. None, zero. I'm one of those people that enjoy everything Disney's done with Star Wars so far. You know. I, I will say this, I'll even say this, it Is you know, you can quote me on this one. Uh, I think Disney has done better with Star Wars than George Lucas has in the last 20 years. You know, um, and I've rewatched watched the prequels. And yes, they're not nearly as terrible as I recall. But they're still not great. They're still like, this 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 has elements of Star Wars in it, but it doesn't feel like Star Wars to me. I mean, yes, we see Yoda. We see lightsabers. We see Obi-Wan Kenobi. All, albeit that it's a younger person and it's not the same guy. But, it just didn't feel like Star Wars to me. It just didn't. Um... So you no know, if if Luke makes an appearance or is i you know, if anything I hope um I hope we have a, a a good cameo appearance for Luke whether it be Mark Hamill de-aged or deep faked to look younger or they get like Sebastian Stan to play the younger Luke Skywalker cuz everybody's been saying that how much Sebastian Stan looks like Mark Hamill um I would love that. I would absolutely love to see that. I would have zero problems with that. You know. In my mind, um Disney's doing has done no wrong with with Lucasfilm with the movies, with the TV shows, and everything else. Let's see. I am live over on I'm just double checking my stream over on Facebook. Um close that. Where I think it does it's not showing me it's not showing me any kind of comments thread. So I'm assuming there's no comments over on Facebook. Um So I I know I would love absolutely love to see um love to see uh you know Luke Skywalker showing up as a as a guest or even have him be a regular part of the show that would be because we in the original movie um it sounds like Luke actually knew Ben Kenobi and they were they you know he was he knew him well enough that you know. You mean all Ben Kenobi kind of thing? It was just—I don't know. I think I think that um, it'd be cool to see like a you know, even if we got like someone who was like a teenager, a teenaged Luke Skywalker would be cool, like like fifteen, sixteen, or maybe maybe older than he was in the first movie because I think he was supposed to be about twenty. Maybe if we got him around thirty, twenty-five or thirty, because I think he was—I think Mark himself was, I think, twenty-five when the first movie came out. I want to say 20, 25, Because I know, I know, Carrie Fisher was nineteen in the first movie, nineteen seventy-seven. She was nineteen, and then uh, Harrison Ford—I think it was like twenty-nine, thirty years old. And uh yeah, no, I I I would be down to see a younger version of the character make an appearance. Let's see what else we got here. All right, so. Let's see uh 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 Let's see, I'm trying to find some other stories here, a lot of repeats of the ones I've already talked about um. Titans Season 3. Ooh. Titans Season 3. I'm curious. I want to know when that's going to be coming out. When is that coming out? Do we have a release date for Season 3? The third season of Titans will add Mad Men star Vincent uh, Carthizer in the role of Jonathan Crane, the villain known as Scarecrow. Once a fairly obscure Batman villain, his appearance in Batman Begins made him a household name, and he has since appeared in Gotham and had a prominent role in the animated Harley Quinn series. It's been a long it's it's been long known that Titans was expected to bring Crane into the show, although the big difference is that he will be serving as an advisor to the GCPD and theoretically not a villain. Unless there's a heel turn planned which is entirely possible i mean yeah yeah i could see him being like a uh like a a uh a doctor that the the police department uses for coroner stuff and or like for you know helping you know figure out what happened with this person blah 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 that kind of thing um I'm still looking for like a release date for season three here. I, I, I'm going to probably go back and read the story here, but I want to see where it says "and season three, well, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's doesn't seem to have a release date, but it says you can watch the first two seasons on HBO max. Now, All right, let's go back and read the rest of that story. Uh, The character who uses a fear toxin to disarm his opponents uh, was played by Killian Murphy in the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight trilogy, then by uh, Charlie Tahan in the first season as well as the uh, first half of the fourth season, and by David W. Thompson in the second half of the fourth season, as well as the fifth season of Gotham. Alright, we have a, a tweet here. The streets are sa- never safe from the Prince of Panic, even if he is locked away in Arkham. Please welcome Vincent Carthizer, Carthizer, as Dr. Jonathan Crane. Hashtag DC Titans. There's no word as to how many episodes he will appear in, or how substantial his role will be. Casting is yet to be announced at this time. So it doesn't appear like you know Season 3 is going to be happening anytime soon. Uh, uh, uh. In addition to Scarecrow, Titans will be adding a couple of other Gotham-centric characters to its third season. Uh, Curran Walters will finally take on the role of the Red Hood. Okay, right on. While the Barber while the Barbara Gordon will be making her Titans debut. Now I'm hoping we're gonna see Bat Batgirl and not Oracle. I like don't get me wrong, Oracle is a good character. Bar- Barbara Gordon in general is a good character. But I wanna see her as Batgirl. I really wanna see her as Batgirl. Um because let's let's be honest, man. The last time we had a live action Batgirl it was uh it was in it was in the 90s. It was in that last Joel Schumacher Batman movie with, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know? um, Yeah, I, I you know, uh, what was her name? Alicia Silverstone was her name. And uh, that was the last time I saw Alicia Silverstone in anything. I don't even know if she's still around as far as being an actor and whatnot. I think she's probably retired at this point. Add that to the to the to the show notes. All right. I can close that tab and that tab. See if my phone has been making noise. Since I started recording, I turned off the sound on my phone. Uh, uh, No comments from Facebook because I don't have anything here. Okay. Alright. What else do we got here? We have uh Mandalorian video game being developed. Da, 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 da. Let's see what it says here. This is over on comicbook.com. Uh, da, da, da. It says here, A Star Wars The Mandalorian game is is reportedly in development, presumably for PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC, and possibly PS4 and Xbox One as well. Right now, the details on this game are scarce. In fact, they are borderline non-existent. Uh, There's no word of the release date, platforms, or who's making the game. All we know is that it's supposedly already in development presumably with a premier with a premier studio okay the report comes the way of industry insider and leaker Nick Baker, um, also known as uh, special spe- special ed. Uh, It's spelled weird, but that's basically what it says. Uh, Who shared the news on Twitter. Speculation over an official game for the TV show began after an officially licensed Funko Pop for the show was seamlessly spotted on the shelf of Phil Spencer. Who is known to tease games, games, announcements, and more with his shelf decorations in the background of his Zoom. Uh, Most notably, he had an Xbox Series S on his shelf months before it was revealed. Hello, hello, welcome. I'm talking about a possible Mandalorian video game that's in development. This says here, uh, um, tweeting about this. Baker noted that that he's heard that someone is making a Mandalorian game. Unfortunately, this is all Baker revealed. For now, take all of the all of this with a grain of salt. While Baker has proven reliable in the past, especially over the past few months, it doesn't change the fact. That uh, this is information of an unofficial variety. Further, even if it's accurate, it's also subject to change. There's a good chance that this game is real, but doesn't mean that it will be uh, hearing will hearing be hearing about it anytime soon. I don't know about you guys, but I would definitely be down for playing a Mandalorian video game. Uh, especially if you know you can also play as as Grogu. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine a Mandalorian video game where where part of the game is where you're playing Grogu and you're you're essentially screwing with the Mandalorian? You know, you're you're touching things that you're not supposed to touch. You're walking around and grabbing things and you know eating things you're not supposed to eat. <laughs> I, I would love that. <laughs> Especially, especially that episode where uh, where he's they're helping that frog lady, and he keeps eating the eggs. Oh man, that was too funny! <laughs> oh wow, I would so down be down for for playing this game if it becomes a reality. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh uh uh. Huh. Why did I do that? Well, I guess I'm getting tired. That's why. See, uh, oh, dude. So, I started watching uh, uh, Invincible on Amazon, and um, it's by the same guy who gave us The Walking Dead, Robert Kirkman, and I mean, I've, it's it's also very similar. To like the boys in that it's it's a it's a show about superheroes that are um, not as virtuous as we're used to. <laughs> we have we have uh, some superheroes that have like normal no moral compass. They do whatever they fucking please. <sighs> but this is what it says here: Invincible creator hopes to bring more of The Walking Dead veterans into the cast. Since launching on Amazon, Robert Kirkman's new animated series, Invincible, has utilized voice talents from from the deep bench of talented actors AMC used on the writer's hit zombie show, The Walking Dead. Invincible himself is played by fan favorite, The Walking Dead actor, and Academy Award nominee, Stephen Jung. while other roles On this series have been uh, filled by Lauren Cohen, Ross Marquand, uh, Sonequa Martin-Green, and Kari Payton, Michael Cutlets, Lenny James, and Chad Coleman. And while many of these are brief appearances given the epic scale of Invincible and its often brutal storytelling style that leaves characters dead on the regular it's hard not to notice the pattern. You know, oh, I just figured out, like, I'm reading off all these actor names. is like, oh, you know what? Maybe those were the characters that were killed off in that, that first few episodes. Holy shit. During a recent interview um, with ComicBook.com, Kirkman told us, that he can't think of anybody from the Walking Dead that he wouldn't leap at the chance to work with again as invincible evolves then he's uh as as invincible evolves then he he's aware of the possibility and keeping his eye open for roles that might fit. I hesitate to name names just because. I would eventually like to bring everyone, Kirkman said. I can't think of an actor on The Walking Dead I wouldn't want to work with again. It's an amazing group of actors, Andrew Lincoln, Denai Guerrera, Norman Reedus, Melissa McBride, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. There's not really anyone I wouldn't want to bring in. I met Norman Reedus, and he is a super nice dude. He is really chill. <laughs> I met him, like, uh, about a year after the second Boondock Saints movie came out, give or take. Um, I met him and F- Sean Patrick Flannery, and both of them were really cool to talk to. I got photos with them both, and it was it was so much fun at the convention and, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, I miss going to conventions. I'm hoping that I can go to some this year now that I'm fully vaccinated. Uh, I've been going out and doing open mics for comedy and I've been thinking about like doing a live stream of, of me doing that, but I'm, I'm probably not going to because, you know, open mics are essentially people still trying to, Getting, figuring out the jokes and trying to figure out what makes it funny, what doesn't make it funny, that kind of thing. And I've only done it a handful of times at this point. Actually, it's less than a handful. I've done it for since I started doing open mics again. I've only been up on stage like three times, which is about the same amount of tries I did eight years ago. Eight years ago is the last time I tried doing stand-up comedy. Speaking of that, eight years ago is when I started podcasting. The 206 Geek back then was called just the 206 Geek Podcast, and it was me and a buddy of mine, and we would talk about all kinds of cool nerdy stuff, and we would discuss it, and we did that for three and a half years. I was having fun. Apparently, he was not, and um, I tried to. Um, I tried to be open about you know as far as like you know hey if you want to change things up you want to add something, whatever dude this is your podcast too and um he he said a number and in hindsight I can see it now but back then I I didn't I didn't catch it I didn't see it. He was like, "No, man, this is yours. This is your thing, and I'm just here to help support." And I was like, "No, this is our," th-. and I kept telling him, "I was like, no, this is our podcast. It's both of us." And um, I totally didn't see that he was like n- growing out of the podcast. He did. It was not an overnight thing. It was kind of a gradual thing. I can see it now. I mean, I was oblivious to it then. You know, and um, after three and a half years, he just emailed me one day. He's like, you know, I'm done with the podcast where I'm not doing it anymore. You know, And, and, and on top of that, on top of that, he said that we're not friends anymore and don't contact me. I was like, okay, what? Why? You know, I... And I, and it got so mad because it was like it, it, it felt like it just came out of nowhere. It felt like um I felt betrayed. I felt like um I felt like I felt like I felt like I I, I lost a best friend. I felt like um, I was lied to, I felt like I was, you know, I felt like that friendship was one-sided, I felt like um, I was all in a, as being a friend and he was just kind of like, all right, dude, we're we're friends, yeah, cool, um, you know, and, and that sucked. I actually tried to continue doing the podcast um, for about three or four months after that happened, and then um, podcasting f- felt like it was um, not. Uh, I didn't feel like I was reaching anyone. I didn't. I didn't know if people were were actually listening to my podcast, you know, and, and, uh, I was starting to feel like I was doing this, um, for, for no one. And I felt like I was wasting my time and, um, I felt like all the reasons I was doing the podcast for were, were, were stupid. And why was I even bothering? That's how I was. That's how I felt at that time, back in 2017, early 2017. You know, I and before before I stopped doing the podcast, I actually did try to get another pod. Uh, try to get another co-host. Most people are like, "Well, is this a you know, is this a job? Is this a paying gig?" I'm like. No, it's just a it's a conversation once a week that I record. And I had an I had a short lived uh, co host and uh and for whatever reason that individual um got very i don't know what the deal was honestly I'm st- looking back on it I'm still kind of confused as to what happened there but they th- that person got um um like defensive towards me and was very uh like like I was I was acting a certain way towards them that I I I and to this day I still don't see myself as being that way towards them. They thought I was being disrespectful towards them. They thought I was talking down to them. I was like, wait, what? No. <laughs> and uh It was just I don't know. That that situation was weird. Um so then that was that was maybe one or two episodes of the podcast back then. And at that point I was like, you know what? I think I'm done with the podcast. So I stopped recording podcasts for, um, I want to say between five and seven months. I just didn't do any podcasting. I listened to podcasts. I listened and I did other things, but I just, I wasn't, I wasn't in the right headspace to podcast anymore. I wasn't in the right headspace to record anymore. And, um, So it was just, you know. Yeah, so I took some time off from podcasting for a few months. And then, like early 2018, I decided I wanted to start podcasting again. And this time I figured, you know what? I'm going to do it for me. I don't know if I'll ever have any actual followers or fans or whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm just going to do it because it's something for me to do and something I enjoy doing. And that's what I've been doing ever since. I And I tried, like, rebranding the podcast, and uh, someone suggested that you call it The 206 Geek and because you are the 206 Geek. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I like that. So that's when I became Todd, the 206 geek. And, uh, cause initially when I was starting podcasting, I was going to use like a stage name or like a, an online handle for, for podcasting. And, um, I kind of fell, you know, with my former co-host. he goes, um, it just announces both of us as you know our full names. I'm like, okay, I didn't want to do it that way, but all right, we'll just do it that way. And uh, it never occurred to me that I could fix that in like post. I could re-edit that, say, hey, let's let's not use our our full names, or let's not use our first names. Let's let's use like a stage name or some other like online handle. I I probably could have done that, and I just didn't think to do that. So. I just went with you know using my full name, which I didn't really want to do initially. But when I rebooted the podcast, when I started the Two O Six Geek, I decided you know what I'm going to be Todd the Two O Six Geek. You know that way I don't have to give out my full name. I can, if even if I, I mean, I was going to use like an online handle that I've had for forever since like the early '90s, Taz. I was gonna go by Taz on the podcast, but that didn't happen, and, and you know what? I'm okay with that too. It's probably better I'm not you know, I don't I don't need like Warner Brothers coming after me. <laughs> not that they would, but uh I don't know. I it's it's weird to me that I've been podcasting for eight years. I don't think I've ever had um I don't think I've ever done one thing um, for that long, I don't know if I've ever had any other hobbies that I've done for eight years. Okay, I mean, technically speaking, I took off a few months, but overall, I've been podcasting for eight years. I think, well, if you we guess, I guess we could go if we get technical at seven and a half because I took time off, you know, and um, I you know I I. I I, I I enjoy podcasting with other people. I I really do. That's one of the reasons why I like podcasting with Marianne and, and Jamal over on their podcast. It's not about you with Jamal, Marianne, and cousin Todd. Um, and you can actually find that podcast by going to pod dot com. That's the letter U. Not about you. The letter U pod dot com is where you can listen to the podcast. That podcast. Um, you can also find them over on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash not about you pod, not about you pod. And that's the letter U. And, uh, I'm actually live streaming from that page as well as the 206 geek page and, and Todd, the 206 geek and Marianne Riley's comedy page, which is my cousin, Marianne. She's, uh, you know, I think she's I have to I would have to say Marianne is probably my first best friend. My longest known best friend. I've known her all my life. And we the two of us are the youngest of our families. You know, I'm the youngest of 5 kids and she's the youngest of 3. You know? And we're only, I think, a year and a half apart in age. She's, I think, she was born in, well, a couple years before me. So, um, and uh, yeah, Marianne is a is a funny, funny comedian. You should definitely check out her her Facebook page. Um, search for Marianne Riley Comedy. She's on Facebook and Instagram. And uh I think she has a Twitter account, but I don't know if she actively uses it though. Um Should definitely check out the other podcast though. I think if if you if you like hearing people talk about current events and being funny, that's definitely a show for you. Um Yeah. I think that's it for today. I'm kind of running out of steam and I'm kind of hungry and, you know, other things that need to be done today that I haven't done yet because I decided to podcast early. And, um, also, um, if you like, I don't know if you guys are seeing me on, on video or not, but if you like the shirt I'm wearing, I have, it's not about you t-shirt. With uh, the podcast logo on it, you can go to shop.notaboutupod.com. shop dot dot com. It's S H O P dot the letter U P O D dot com, and you can get your uh, you can get your your uh, podcast gear there. I also have um, two hundred six geek gear um, merchandise on that same shop. If you go to shop.206Geek.com, it takes you to the same place. You can get your t shirts, you can get hats. I have oh my gosh. It's running away from me. I got this hat you know, a few weeks back. Um it says two oh six geek.com on the back and on on or on the front rather and on the back it has the logo. Oh, where's the camera? There it is. You can kind of see it there. It has that logo on the back of the hat. And uh, I love this hat. I wear it all the time. (laughs) Alright, so you guys have a fantastic day. Hope the rest of your day goes well. Um, I will... I will do this again next week. I think I'm going to start doing these live streams like this for the podcast. Um, just because, um, well, it's it's relatively easy to do and I enjoy doing it. And hopefully I can get people to communicate and talk with me like I did. I had, I had a couple people talk to me over on Clapper. And also, if you guys want to follow me on Clapper, you can. Go to newsclapper.com slash 206geek. And it will... Uh, Give you my profile and if you don't have the app it'll it'll give you the link to install the app uh, it's it works on android and ios and uh as far as what clapper is it's uh, it's a uh it's a very similar platform to tiktok with the exception that it's um 17 and older so there's no no kids uh, unless of course you know pe- the the person who's doing the clapper account has kids and they want to put their kids on camera but it's not like un you know unmonitored children playing around on it you're not going to see a lot of um silly you know challenges i mean there are some on there but they're for the most part it's just people you know vlogging you know video blogs uh, people being funny and doing pranks and um you know there's live streams on there there's uh what are called radios which is like just an audio uh audio broadcast and chat uh, it's really cool it's a lot of fun it's absolutely free and um I was able to get I think I I met 3.6 thousand followers on clapper right now which is inc- it's incredible I I don't understand how I was able to get so many followers on Clapper, where I I have barely a 1,000. Not even that. Dude, I have, I think, 720 people on Facebook. (laughs) I would love it if I had the same numbers on Facebook as I do on Clapper. Maybe I should start posting my videos from Clapper on the Facebook page, and maybe then I'll get people to start following the podcast page. Alright, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode, and I will see you guys next week. We should like go and like hang out with Todd. (laughs) Whoa, it's Todd. Yeah. (laughs) Todd's even cooler than we thought. Boys. So I wanted to read you guys some of the the ratings and the reviews that I got for the podcast. Um, Some of the ones I got here, I have, truly geeky, there's no higher honor I can bestow than that. Well, I could declare it emperor of the known universe, I suppose, but if the emperor is not geeky, then who really cares? Five stars. Nice. Um, let's see here, a great show for the local and for the local nerd and beyond. Nice. Also five stars. Um, I love listening to these nerds. Super entertaining. Five stars. Thank you. New year, new episodes, what more could you ask for? Five stars. Nice. And we also have a great listen. Five stars. And then there's, of course, uh, because, you know, I wanted to at least have one on there. I didn't expect to get more, but that's awesome. The first one is uh, from me. It says, I'm biased, but I think this sh- I think it's a great podcast. Five stars. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I, I rated and reviewed my own podcast, folks. <laughs> uh, so if you want to also do a, a rating and a review, and I'll read these once I get new ones. These are all kind of old, um, but I haven't had any new ones in a while. If you want to give me a rating and review, you can go to rate.206geek.com and that will take you to where you can find the links for Apple Podcast and Podchaser. Both are free and you can set up an account if you don't already have one and then rate and review the podcast. Uh, If you would do that, that would be great. The more people that rate and review the podcast, the the more the, the podcast becomes visible, more people see it, more people subscribe and download. That'd be great if you did that. Thanks.